The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! We interrupt this regularly scheduled program with breaking news from Dollar Club Wrestling. Dollar Club champion Rock Hard Jim was viciously attacked by a masked assailant outside of 112 North Midland Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania earlier this morning. Here's the security footage that we recovered from the scene. After the assault, we were able to get a few words from the not-so-enthused champion via satellite. Who do you call a man that attacks you from behind? I guess the word would be a coward. Well then what is the word for a man who attacks you from behind? It has a mix. I think the word is little bitch. You just made the biggest mistake of your life, little bitch. Because I am the champion. I am Dollar Club Wrestling and I make the rules. So on October 27th, at Mischief Night, with the title on the line, you will be there, and you will recognize me. If you have any information on this mask assailant, please contact your local authorities or email dollarclubwrestling at gmail.com. This is Courtney Bensley from Channel 10 News, signing off.
Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC Extra I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host He's back, it's been a while He's crazy, his name is Jimmy also, Jimmy P Welcome to the PWC and welcome to the Extra What's cracking my friend? Nothing much mate, thank you for having me on ah, It's a pleasure man, always a pleasure bro I mean if anyone doesn't know Like we've been personal friends for It feels like close to 30 years at this point bro yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, huh? Time flies, man. They say yeah. time flies when you're having fun. I don't know if it's fun, but uh, nevertheless, it flies. I mean, shit. I remember when we were 18, like it was yesterday. Heck, I even remember before we were 18, like it was yesterday. Yeah. Crazy. It was crazy, man. Crazy how time flies, bro. Jeez, man. Unbelievable. Well, Jimmy, I don't know if you've been paying attention to all the news this week or and last week. But I'm sure you have because CM Punk has spat the dummy once again, dude. I mean, <laughs> now a lot of people here that have been on the show think it's a it's a work. I personally think it's a shoot. Okay. But where do you stand with all this, man? Well, man, I think I think it could be shoot. It can go both ways, man. It can go both ways for me. From what I've read in that, it looks like it looks like it could be a work. It, it might be a work. But then I'm with you too. It could be a shoot because he's a type. He's a type of he's a type of um, character that would take it too far and probably has taken it too far. So oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's it's confusing. That's for sure, man. For me, it's confusing. But yeah, no, so you you're leaning towards a work then? <sighs> right now, I'm saying I'm saying it's a work because oh. I remember. Um, with uh, what you call him, um, JFK, I think his name is. He he, that looked pretty, pretty like, like it was pretty real, but it was a shoe. But it kind of turns, you know. And then it, you weren't sure with that either. So they do push it, and they will. And you know what? This is going to drag on, man. You watch. This is going to drag on, like the JFK stuff did. Well, see, that's my problem. Oh, you mean the MJF stuff? Yeah, you mean MJF? Sorry, brother. <laughs> JFK. <laughs> I was thinking, who's JFK? You talking about the, the president there? Like, nah, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, nah. Look, yeah, the MJF stuff. I think there's a lot of truth to that too. And the thing is, he hasn't actually signed a new contract yet either. So, but in saying that, apparently he signed an even fatter contract currently, like. He's only got a year and a half left, I think, somewhere along those lines. And I still think he will test the waters to see what WWE offer him, because WWE offer him a boatload of cash, and I can't see why they wouldn't. I mean, shit, why wouldn't you entertain it? I can tell you now, WWE is trying to grab whatever they can back off AEW. Like, I've even heard the Young Bucks are looking towards going to WWE. They've actually asked the there's rumors that they are for a close a close friend of theirs what if there was any if there were any interest in the in the young bucks that's so, true and, yeah so what happened there is tk decided he's going to extend he extended their contracts 
Really? Did you? When did yeah, you yeah. hear that part? When did you hear the oh, part about the, the extension? I was actually on the Jericho on, on, on the Jericho Facebook page. That was the news just the day ago came out. Interesting, that, because yeah. I'm glad you segued into the bucks because i have that news tidbit right in front of me right now and apparently the young bucks probably would be interested in listening to WWE offers in the future yeah. uh aew evps man and nick jackson the young bucks have been involved in an ongoing situation following all out after getting into a fight with world champion cm punk while the tag team was signed to aew contracts for another two plus years it appears nick and matt are sending out fillers to WWE through other wrestlers rather than talking directly to the company, which would run the risk of tampering allegations. Here's what Ryan Frederick of of the F4Online.com wrote on their message board. They didn't sign new deals. This is apparently what happened here, right? So from what you said. Right, so apparently they didn't sign new deals. Their options were picked up. They did reach out to talent to send fillers that they would be interested in talking about coming in when their deals are up, but everyone on both sides are going to do the same because you want to look for the best deal. Anyone who doesn't do so is dumb and possibly leaving money on the table. They reached out to the talent to send fillers about coming in. I can't say they talked to anyone direct at WWE, but that would fall under tampering at this... I mean, yeah, that would fall under tampering, and this came at the same time the legal letters were being sent about tampering. Yeah. Can't confirm they actually talked to WWE people themselves, but they talked to other WWE talent about coming in, which they can do. Much like WWE talent can send fillers through AEW talent, which has happened and happens on both sides often, it's not something they wouldn't have done anyway since their deals are coming up at the end of 2024, and you would want to maximize your leverage when it comes to getting a new deal and get the companies into a bidding war. It's not necessarily a sign that they're going to leave, everyone should actually do it what do you think jimmy and this is where i go back with sam punk and all the backstage crap happened maybe this is the shoe where he's pissed off with young bucks because he's hearing oh really you're going to jump off are you you're going to come you want to go you want to go to we and he's probably pissed off and he knows why, it's a bit of both for me this is why i'm confused because i'm trying to put two and two together bro well see this is my issue man if it's a shoot I mean, if it's a work, sorry. Yeah. If it's a work, they're, they're going about it the wrong way, man. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Like, it's just dumb because they, they didn't... I don't know if you watched Dynamite, but they didn't acknowledge it on TV at all. Okay. All they done was basically strip the titles off uh-huh. of them. That's yeah. it. They never mentioned their names, nothing. It's like they didn't exist on television, dude. Yeah. But then you've got all this backstage shit that only fans like us would know. Yeah. Right. Not the mainstream or you know casual fan, yeah. and that's my issue. Yeah. Because if that if this is a work, then that's just dumb by the way they're doing it. That's just my opinion yeah. anyway. Yeah. And if we go back to um, uh, M- what's his name, MJF. Is that right? right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. MJF. MJF. They done the same shit with him. They took his shit off and everything after what he done. You know what I mean? That's why. It's it's got to look real, man. You can't. You, you, they're gonna they're gonna try taking everything off, make it look as real as possible. You know what I mean? And that's why they do that. They take everything off. They don't mention it, so they make people think like us, us fans. When you think about it, okay, what's going on here? You know what I mean? And that's why they do it. It's it's in right. a way a smart way of doing it. Because see, you're even downing it. You're doubting. Nah, it's not. It works. Well, my my issue is the fact that um, like I said that. They're working for the marks. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Not for the fucking for the fans, like per se. Like I said, they didn't acknowledge anything mm. on television, dude, yeah. at all. Like, and that's my issue. You know what I mean? Otherwise, you're not going to be. You're losing money. You like literally by doing it this way. True, true. I get, I get where you're coming from. I do, and that's why I'm confused because you think oh, they're going to mention something, aren't they? They're going to, you know, even hint it, <laughs> even hint it. You know what I mean? Well, I get where you're coming from, but yeah, that's where that's where I'm confused too, man. Because like you said. You go both ways, man. They're gonna. I think they're just gonna let it play out. And I think maybe, I think maybe CM Punk did take this too far with all the crap that happened backstage, giving them crap. You know, talking smack about them during that wow. scrum, that scrum post scrum thing. So yeah, the scrums, man. the scrums are getting pretty interesting, Jim. Yeah. Like I'll tell you that thing. I enjoy but, the scrums uh... more than the blade damn show. <laughs> <you. laughs> I don't blame you, dude. I don't blame you at all. But look, I want to show you something anyway. Um, Let's see. I've got a sort of... Um, let me just get something. But it's basically got to do with what we're talking about. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, look. It, look, it's interesting times, no doubt about it, Jimmy. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to what's going to happen, no, no doubt about it. But like I said, if this is a shoot or a work, sorry, if it's a work, yeah. to me, I just want to laugh. Like I said, yeah. it's just dumb. You know what I mean? Like, what are you getting out of it? You just, they, we just had new trios champions in the Bucks and Kenny Omega and a new yeah. world heavyweight champion, right? It throws now, everything off, doesn't it? Exactly. It, that, that's what I mean. It, it yeah. doesn't make sense. And now, apparently, Punk is that injured, is, though. That is, that's, that's I want to throw everyone off. Like you said, man, they, they got, they're trio champs and then they, this thing goes down and they're suspended and they're gone and they've been stripped of the title. It's like, okay, man. It's weird. That's what TK does. He's weird. <laughs> He's a weird cat, bro. No He's doubt about it. Cat, <laughs> I mean, just look at his face, man. Seriously. He, I'm laughing at his face. It looks like he's coking off his friggin' head big time, bro. You know what I mean? But I'll show you what I mean anyway. And um, here we go. Let me just share something through here because you're going to laugh. Share video file. Let's go to the downloads. Check this out. What's he Oops. Here we go. He's going into business for himself and has to come up here and speak on this one. It's 2022. <laughs> I haven't had anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade. That's a fact. I have fuck all to do with him. He shared a bank account with his mother. Want nothing to do with him. I offered him money. He said it was not enough. Name two people that have made the most money off the name CM Punk. The first one's Vince McMahon. The second one's Scott Colton. Um, there's just so much drama and turmoil going on, but I have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target. It's fucking embarrassing. I'm a grown-ass adult man, empty-headed, fucking dumb fuck like hangman adam page fuck you it fucked the pittsburgh penguins what are you doing fuck sydney crosby fuck fuck malkin fuck right you know what you know what fuck ron francis how about that <laughs> there's people who call themselves evps that should have fucking known better Shit, i should have just I'm, taken a head on because you know i'm trying anything. to run a fucking business nick i'm sorry if i'm a little fucking snippy i'm hurt and i'm old and i'm fucking tired and i work with fucking children 
also MJF return. What is the message that you're trying to direct towards MJF? Hey, I'm the one who asked him to come back because uh, MJF's a big star in this company, and this is a, one of the biggest events. He was bringing MJF back. He wants me to work with pricks constantly. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> Nevertheless, uh, it, <laughs> AEW and Pro Wrestling, I'm not trying to tell people what to think. This is a really compelling story. People, who the fuck do you think you are? You know, I'm a grown ass adult man. That's stupid. Fucking go fuck yourself. <laughs> Fucking grow up. That's how I feel about it. Dave, I did the stage dive. What an idiot. Um, I'm wearing Danhausen's boots. This is a true story. I hope you all have a good night. Please be more responsible with the news you get from certain people and. Uh, just remember we're human beings if you Thank have you. a fucking problem with me take it up with me just remember we're human beings let's fucking go and now we'll see what happens on wednesday and wait jimmy it gets even better dude because because this sums up the whole story in a happy and why he's feeling the way he's feeling right so uh <laughs> check this out heard something or said let's put this guy to task you talk a big game about workers rights yeah well you've shown the exact opposite since you've gotten here why else would you do that i think that really did hurt him just out of the blue one day he comes out and is screaming you know whatever whatever the the details were i haven't had anything to do with scott colton in almost a decade probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that it's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this. I'm on my time. This is a fucking business. His tone was different and it's more serious. And, and I'm just like, is everything okay, man? The fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking manage a target. We couldn't believe it. He was one of our heroes, legitimate heroes. This is terrible. There's people who call themselves EVPs that should have fucking known better. Shit was none of their business. It didn't make any sense to me. I was, what are you talking about? What did I ever do in this world to go to deserve an empty-headed, fucking dumb fuck like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television and fucking go into business for himself? For what? Imagine this guy that you watched on television for years. Now he's calling your friend out. <laughs> in his mind, Hangman went out and started addressing things that he was not having. And he's clearly, st it, 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 I mean, that was months ago. I offered him money. He said it was not enough. He went ahead with the lawsuit and sued. It's his fucking funeral. I don't care. He shares a bank account with his mother that tells you all you need to know about what kind of character that is. It was like a downward spiral. Any way you slice it, you can see this, this, is, this isn't good. I'm hurt and I'm old and I'm fucking tired. And I work with fucking children. Set your ass down. Go to sleep. Give us all a break. And what happened afterwards? That's just life, dude. A steel threw a chair and hit Nick. What was like a chair shot to the head or something? It's like a terrible chair shot to the head. He had never done anything like that. Just out of the blue, he was bullying. <laughs> oh, man. This shit. I mean, it, it sounds unbelievable, right? Like, when you yeah. think about it, it just sounds... Yeah. When you put it like that, whoever made that little fucking video, shout-outs yeah. shout to them because they put sure. it together perfectly, man. And 
right. That's what makes me laugh. But that's what sums it up. What Hangman Adam Page said at the start, apparently he didn't know he was going to say it. Yeah. Right? So he got upset. And then you got Colt Cabana. When he's talking about uh, Colton, yeah. he's talking about Colt Cabana, right? Because them two used to be best friends. Um, I don't know if you remember the, the CM Punk podcast that he did with Colt Cabana about when he first left WWE yeah, yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, basically, cut a long story short, them two were best friends and stopped talking to each other and still hate each other's guts, especially yeah. on Punk's side, because he paid for all his bills or some shit, even though he did say he was going to do it. Yeah. But basically, uh, Colt Cabana wanted to settle and Punk didn't want to settle, but so you know, Cockabana went ahead to the courts. That got Punk angry. Yeah, it's just a mess, right? Yeah, so, yeah. and then you got Hangman Page that he's got a problem with for saying what he said at the start. Then he's got a problem with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, who who are the, your EVPs, yeah. because apparently they're spreading shit to all the dirt sheets online. Yeah. So he's got problems with a lot of people, dude. This mm. can't be all a work. You can't yeah. have multiple programs with a billion cunts mm. all at one time. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree, and that's why, and that's why it's so confusing. And it looked like TK lost control oh, in, during the scrum. He what lost control hell? of seriously. He, he he calls himself, you know, oh yeah, the he's this and that and that because he's got so many damn titles for AEW, and he can't control his boys. He can't. No. It's the inmates no. running the asylum, literally. Yeah. And, and, if, they, and you know why? And you know why? Because he's he's given them that he's given that to them without even saying it's yours. Because the way he, he is around them, like their buddies, like their pals, like yeah. they've known for years, like me and you, man. That's, that's right. And but but and you know what? Like run a joint. No, run and that's the thing. They will take advantage of people like that. That's professional. Right. They're sharks, man. These motherfuckers are sharks. That's what they do. Right. They 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 politic their way to the top. Literally, it's part of the game. Exactly. Hence why Triple H says, you know, he's the game, right? Because he knows everything and how to play it. But that's what it is, man. And now TK is coming to the realization, shit, what he's do I do? You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's got like, he's got no balls, bro. No leadership. No, he doesn't. He wants to be their friend. He wants to he wants to hug the dudes and have a drink with them. Mate, you, you can yeah, do true. that, but you're more responsible and more show that you are actually hey, don't don't stop don't 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 if you know, don't don't stop with me, man. Because, you know, don't fuck with me because, hey, I'm the boss. I'll get you out of here. You know, he's, got, he's, got, he's got billions of dollars off his daddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, TK is a whole different level, man, that dude. And every time I look at him, I'm laughing. Jesus, man. It's it's crazy, bro. Like I said, like I said, I, uh, it's, just, it's just fucking loony, man, what's going on. But uh, let's move on anyway, because I'm, like I said, I'm sure, you know, we've all spoken about it to death. Yeah. There's no real news stories other than the Bucks trying to get into WB, supposedly, or sending out, you know, flyers and whatnot. But um, I would love to see Kenny and the Bucks in WB personally. I mean, shit, Kenny's deal goes up in 2024. Don't be surprised. I wouldn't be. No, no, absolutely not. No. This is the time and chance to do so. If they're going to jump, I think yeah. the time is now. Otherwise, you know, age is catching up, especially to Kenny, because he he's turning forty. So, yeah. uh, you know what I mean. But especially um, if he wants something, you know, like if he wants to really put a put put a mark on his name, you got you got to go to the WWE because that's pretty much the ethical of everything. So, he see, if he wants, you know, 
I don't think he would get as much money as he would have about three years ago because he was hyped. Three years ago, they wanted him. He rejected him. Yeah. And, you know, that was the time, I think, for him to jump. Now that Triple H is there. Sorry? Well, Triple H wanted him. Triple H. Now that Triple H has got more control and he's pretty much, you know, he's just got himself another title under his name. So he's controlling all different scenarios in the WWE. So... Yeah, don't be surprised in 12 months that you're going to see, you know, some faces from AEW coming over. Absolutely. No doubt about it, man. There'd be a war, a tug of war, mind you, just to get, you know, some AEW players into WB. Plus, what about all the ones that left in the first place and now they find out Vince is gone? Yeah. You're telling me they wouldn't want to come running straight back to WB? I mean, look at Miro. He doesn't want to be there, apparently. Yeah, I mean, Malachi Black is gone. That's right, and he and he wanted out straight away. I'm and the Malaka back up. He should be called Malaka Black because yeah. because first of all he signed apparently a seven year contract. Yeah. Right, and then he wants out after not even a year, whatever it's been since he's signed right. with AEW. I don't blame him, but that just yeah. shows even more reason why I think this shit is a shoot because there's a lot mm-hmm. of unhappy cats in the there back, are. dude. There are. And that's why I've said it's confusing. Because it's gone probably a bit more than what it should have. And I think that's where I saw TK's eyes kind of like, oh, no, what is going on? We did not agree to this. (laughs) The inmates are definitely running the asylum. But like I said, it's interesting news, man. And like I said, Malachi Black is going to be Alistair Black. And I think he's going to be the new guy heading up Judgment Day, in my opinion. Uh, Yes. I wouldn't be surprised at all, man. I wouldn't be surprised at all. He would fit. I think he would fit. It'd be perfect. I mean, look at Dominic Mysterio, the way he's been dressed, you know, in all black and all that. I know people say Corbin. Yeah, doesn't he look good? Like, compared to... He does. I don't know know if you remember. I've called this man. He needs to get out under his dad. He needs to become his own man in the wrestling world. For sure. No, I agree. I agree 100%, man. I, I, I totally agree with that. And, uh, and, he, and I think he has. You know what I mean? But time will tell. A lot of people will shit on him. I, I think you've got to give the kid a chance. But yeah. you know what's crazy? Did you know Rhea Ripley is younger than Dominic? Yeah, I know. How crazy is that, right? Yeah, that is crazy, yeah. That's, it's just, yeah. I can't believe it. But uh, yeah, look, I just think because the way he was dressed, Alistair Black dresses like that, mm. and it only makes sense for him to join up with Judgment Day, in my opinion, yeah, anyway. It's, but it's the, only, you know, it's the only fitting, and you can see where, you know, he could just fold in nicely, you know what I mean? For sure. And I don't really like the Finn Balor in Judgment Day. I don't like it. I don't think it suits him, in my opinion. I think we all feel that way, and it made no sense yeah. why he joined in the first place, anyway. I didn't, I mean, I didn't get it either. But it is what it is. It is. That character is not here. You know what I mean? I've never seen him play that character, and he, and he doesn't, and it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't give me a good vibe. I don't, I don't feel it. No, I agree, man. I agree with you one hundred percent. Well, we go into some other news where Bobby Fish on if he would be interested to return to the WB. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Bobby Fish's contract just ran out in AEW. Yeah. And he was part of the Undisputed Elite from yeah. the Undisputed Era in WWE. The same members, except for yeah. Roderick Strong. But anyway, former All Elite Wrestling star Bobby Fish recently made an appearance on NBC Sports Boston's The Ten Count to talk about a variety of topics, such as how he couldn't find any common ground with Tony Khan when his AEW contract was up. Bobby Fish said contract was coming up for potential renewal. 
we wouldn't find common ground on the numbers that we needed for both sides to be happy. So yeah, I'm a free agent. Bobby Fish also talked about if he would be interested in a return to the WWE. Bobby Fish said, I don't know. I'm open to all options and offers at the moment. I do know that there have been quite a few people who have gone back through those doors. I'm happy for the people that I know who left there after I had left. A lot of friendships and things were weird there for a bit. For them to be back in the direction of some normalcy and positivity and working for Hunter, I know I enjoyed it. I'm happy. I'm just happy for the people that I know that remained and the people that have come back to work there. It's a good place to be again. Interesting. It is, yeah. Everybody wants to go back to WWE, Jimmy. Mate, I'll tell you now, um, I would, I, I, you know, I'm not surprised. Um, I believe that a few of them are regretting signing their long deals with AW right. right now because they didn't think Vince would leave the way he did. You know what I mean? So they're kind of regretting it a bit and they're going to be stuck. Yeah. In AW for now. Um, yeah, so. Well, they signed long term deals unless you do what Malaka Black did and, you know, claim depression yeah. and shit. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Mental <laughs> fucking health. Yeah, there's any way to get around that. Out of that deal, man. There's no, there's no other way. And he would have left a lot of money on the table to get the hell out of there. Oh, for sure, man. Definitely. Yeah. Well, in other news, we get Booker T explains how the boys always screw things up and why he agrees with Chris Jericho. Booker T recently spoke out on his Hall of Fame podcast about the much-talked-about AEW all-out post-show media scrum. During the discussion, the two-time WWE Hall of Fame legend called Chris Jericho the smartest guy in the room and agreed with what he had to say. He also noted that the boys screw everything up and then told the story of his own experience with that. Featured are some of the highlights from the episode. On Chris Jericho being the smartest guy in the room in AEW, Booker T goes on to say, I agree 1000% with Chris Jericho. He's the smartest guy in the room. You can see how frustrated he is. He was with it. He held it in. in he held it in very, very well. But you can see how frustrated he is with those guys around there because you don't realize how good it was until it's gone. That's what Chris is saying. Huh, interesting. What do you think yeah. of that? Well, yeah, like um, it's quite quite a bit of truth in his own way of when he was saying it because he was talking about pretty much how they had a meeting and he's telling them, telling the, the boys and whoever else and the girls or whoever else was around that you know you got you got you got to take you know you got to do the right thing. Um, he's I think he's feeling it that not a lot of people are happy. Right. So he's trying to, he's trying to, because let's face it, TK is the issue because he can't control them. So now Jericho's got to try to control them. That's why he came out and said all that stuff. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. He's trying to put a line, trying to put a line in the sand kind of way, saying, hey, relax, you know? Well, he's another one that I can see running straight back to WWE, bro. If he goes, TK will be in big trouble. Oof, big trouble. But he... He also goes on to say on how the boys screw everything up, which includes him sharing a story of that happening to him. Booker T goes on to say, you all guys better wise up because you got such a good thing going here. And the one thing about the boys, they screw every damn thing up, bro. No matter what it is, they will screw it up. My first trip to Japan, nice little spot next to, next to a door, you know, to the Tokyo Inn, a little restaurant there. We would go there, get nice breakfast, eggs, bacon, nice big thick Texas toast, Nice cup of coffee. Man, it was perfect. It was perfect. You know, woke up one day and I went over there. They said, no more Americans. No more, no more. I'm like, what the hell happened? You know what I mean? One of the Americans screwed it up the to at the Tokyo Inn. I'm not going to say his name, but he broke into 
they had these beer machines and they would have and they would have them in the hallway at the hotel a beer machine where you could go to just like a coke machine yeah so basically you're saying a vending machine one of the guys broke into the beer machine stole every beer out of the beer machine right kicked us out of the hotel at the next <laughs> at the next hotel we was in was such a small hotel you could stick both hands out and touch the wall i mean that's how bad it was we was in a pretty but but you know but that's what it is but to my point is the boys would screw it up in a heartbeat they would mess it up on purpose it would seem like and that is what chris jerko is talking about so yeah he's saying yeah. the boys are just cunts yeah because they think they, they got big heads man well it's professional <laughs> yeah, it's wrestling like, big like, egos. yeah it's like letting letting the dogs on the loose man just letting it open the door and let them go that's what he's that's what he's trying to say like it happens and yeah, and it's up to and again, it's up to the top top level, man, to control them. They got to show them, hey, your stuff up, gone. Yep, no, I agree. You know what I mean? Well, on a completely different type of news, next we get Mr. Kennedy talking about Vince McMahon's Ill- illegitimate son storyline. I don't know if you remember that, Jimmy. Honestly. Right, but also Vince McMahon, uh, not Vince McMahon. Kennedy was going to be the illegitimate son. Whereas Hanswoggle oh, yeah. was was the son, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right, so anyway, he was on a podcast and someone asked him on the initial plans for Mr. McMahon's illegitimate son. <laughs> it's funny. I wish it, it, it like was a thing still. But he goes on to say, I was told that I was it was going to be me and we built TV the way for that way for several weeks and then I got in trouble, so I messed up. Then I got suspended for a month. I think, yeah, I was suspended for 30 days. I want to say a $10,000 fine and that kind of threw everything off because literally the week that they were supposed to reveal that it was me was in Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin of all places, which is where he's from. And then that happened, which he's talking about Chris Benoit. <laughs> so then yeah. that really threw a wrench into everything and they said, all right, we're going to go this way instead. Um, and then on WB's decision to go with Hanswoggle instead, they had already stated that it was somebody in the company who had blonde hair. It was a male who had blonde hair that narrowed it down to Hanswoggle, me, and the Sandman. So it was you, you know, essentially between the Sandman and Hanswoggle, and they chose to go with Hanswoggle. <laughs> Jesus. It would have been funny <laughs> if they went with the Sandman, though. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? Seriously. That would be hilarious. What the hell, dude? Oh, God. But that's funny, on. man. That that is actually quite funny. <laughs> that is that is funny, man. I remember that time struggle stuff, and yeah, I, I I do remember the rumors about how even Mr. Kennedy might have been one because yeah, might have been one of them. They had yeah, I remember that. That was hilarious. Yeah, no, it was weird. It was funny too. It was yeah. it's pretty stupid now that you think about it, but it would have been yeah, funny. Yeah, but. But on to the next tidbit, we get Ric Flair on why Drew McIntyre losing at WWE's Clash at the Castle was the right decision. Um, Ric Flair said, it's not that Drew didn't deserve to win, but if you're going to get eventually, if that's the plan, which we all hope it is, and I'm sure the company hopes it is, I'm assuming the company never hope or assume anything, but if the plan is The Rock and Roman, I just think the world's, world's Heavyweight Championship are very important in that match. And I think taking the belt off Roman and taking nothing away from Drew, Drew could easily carry it and be a good champion as well. But the big match for the company, maybe one of the biggest of all time, obviously, is The Rock. If he elects to do that, and Roman, so the way they did it, it didn't hurt Drew at all. And Drew, you know, he's always going to be great. Do you agree with Rick? Yeah, yes, I do. 
I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think Drew was going to win it. I do. Yeah, I, I? I do believe. I do believe um, they're going to hold. He's going to hold it until he's ready to let it go. I think. I think Roman has got a bit of power when it comes to those titles. And oh, for sure. You know what I mean. So yeah, I never thought he's going to lose it to, not even to Karrion Cross. I don't think Karrion Cross is even going to touch him. Um, yeah, and it, from what from what I understand and what I've read, well, um, he's not letting him go to WrestleMania. And I wouldn't be surprised if he wins at WrestleMania. Well, You know what I mean? I lost you, bro. <laughs> Jimmy's frozen. Bro. God damn it, my internet lately, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fire good, man. Yeah, good. but continue with what you're saying. Yeah, no, nah, I, I think I think he'll 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 carry those belts into WrestleMania, and I think he'll come out of WrestleMania champion. I think he's I think the whole I think the whole thing's going to be how he's better than The Rock, his cousin. He's oh, of the, course, he's going to be the it's best a, all time. It's, it's about the head of the table, bro. That's Who's exactly. the real head of the table? It's really yeah. The Rock right now. Come on. Yeah, and You're I love that um, Solo is part of Sikora. the group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Which is the Uso's younger brother? Funny enough, yes, literally. Exactly. Because he's a very proud father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he is. I mean, they're all good, bro. I mean, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, keeping with WBF on WBF, uh, WBF, did I say that? WWE. Yeah. <laughs> Rhea Ripley on her thoughts of intergender wrestling to, in the WWE. Um, Rhea Ripley said, it w- I would obviously love it. I'd love to have a match with Dominic Mysterio. I'd love to have that match with Edge. I'd love to have a match with Rey Mysterio. To see whether that happens or not is a different story. As I know, it's a bit of a touchy subject with the networks and all. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but if it does, I hope I'm the person for it. Would you like to see that once again, Jimmy? Yeah, I would. I, she's a, she's an awesome wrestler, man. Oh, she for sure, bro. Yeah, I, I can see her. I can see her working with with you know the right the right male wrestler, and they'll pull her off. I reckon. Yeah, no doubt. I agree, man, 100%. I mean, she, she's on a different level to all the other female competitors in WWE, dude. You've yeah. got all the females, and then you've got her who's doing her yeah. own thing, completely separate. It's almost like she's one of the boys, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally. I think that's why I think that's why she got chosen for Judgment Day too, because she would fit in perfectly because on, on how she presents herself. So, well, yeah, yeah, she's got that gothic look, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. But um, back on Booker T and and on why he hopes Vince McMahon doesn't return to the WWE, uh, Booker T said, you know what? I hope not whether Vince McMahon should return. I'm not saying it in a bad way or anything like that. I just wish the best for Vince McMahon and hopefully he can enjoy the fruits of his labor. Enjoy life for a moment. Just take a back seat and enjoy it. Take a vacation. Mm-hmm. That's something that I know Vince throughout my time being around him that was not on his agenda. Do you agree? Do you want Vince back or just keep him away? Nah. Look, I think I think he's created this for Triple H and Stephanie, and even and I, I wouldn't mind even Shane coming back. Like you know, what I mean, I reckon Shane should come back and have a little bit of an input. You know, what I mean, it's he's, he's done what he needed to do. He's created this empire. Let his let his kids take take it because they will know what what Vince would want. You know what I mean? So, it's Vince McMahon, damn it! <laughs> I know, but Vince, you need it. <laughs> he won't even give I fucking I know oh, shit. He won't even give power to his kids, let alone Shane. Yeah, Apparently yeah. Shane McMahon's on the is in the bad books with the family, yeah. bro. Yeah. So 
And if you watched his interview with Pat McAfee, mm. he actually was saying, Vince McMahon, that he was saying how family always lets you down and blah, blah, blah. Like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy's crazy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to AEW news. Chris Jericho, John Moxie, and Brian Danielson heavily praised following backstage AEW meeting. So apparently, Jimmy, AEW had a, a, a talent meeting backstage yeah. prior to, to Wednesday's Dynamite show and with Tony Khan not present. The meeting was led by veterans Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, and John Moxley, so basically WWE, and was intended by other wrestlers, managers, announcers, and referees. While the exact nature of what was said is not known, those who were there have spoke highly of it, according to FightfulSelect.com. One wrestler commented that Danielson, Jericho, and Moxley were the right people to lead such a meeting at the right time given the turmoil that AEW has seen itself since all out. The three of them stressed to the others to keep personal issues in-house and solve them within the walls of the locker room rather than leaking them out to the wrestling media, which presumably has exploded over the last couple of months. Plugging up leaks has previously been stressed at past meetings, and an email was also sent out to talent discussing that. Danielson, Jericho, and Moxie were heavily praised by others, and Jericho in particular was credit as stepping up as backstage presence after the CM Punk incident at All Out. One wrestler complained Jericho's resolved and pointed out the way he handled it was a great example that he set for the others. Moxie and Danielson are also said to be adored in the AEW locker room, with Moxie getting credit for coming back after having previously been scheduled to take some time off. Also, Danielson is, is commended for his friendly, funny demeanor, which comes across as calming to the other talent. The general consensus following the meeting is that the locker room came out in good spirits as it improved the backstage atmosphere, while Punk's tirade following All Out was aimed at criticizing people who either weren't around or had done nothing. Jericho, Moxie, and Danielson were looked at as the three wrestlers who have accomplished more than Punk himself has. Others in AEW like Paul White, Mark Henry, Matt Hardy, and William Regal also said to be the veterans that the young wrestlers can go and get advice or direction from. Wow. Yeah. What that, the hell, that, dude? That's how toxic it is, man. Like that, what's that? That's the second. That's the second um, meeting they've had. Yeah, the first one was done by the elite, as in um, yeah. uh, Kenny and the Bucks, and apparently they didn't like it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's weird, dude. Yeah. I mean, and even, and even one, I think there was another one uh, uh, before because I remember because I was watching the scrum and and um, Jericho did mention about the meeting they had. Right. Sure I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. No, you're right. Well, so that's, that's, that's it. quite a few meetings to try to control. Like, you know, because it's out of control, man. It's out of control. These young kids think, you know, that they, they can do what they want. Again. That's why yeah. I say it's a shoot, bro. Mm. There's too much going on for it not to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. But and keeping... that's why, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards you. I, I'm 60% shoot, 40% work. I'm 90% shoot right now, 10% work. But we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Fish also reveals that he never felt the same validation from Tony Khan that he did from Triple H. Interesting. Former AEW star Bobby Fish recently spoke with Joey G of WrestlingHeadlines.com on a number of topics such as how it feels to work for someone like Triple H and what he thinks of Triple H's work so far. Bobby Fish said, To see him kind of step back into the position he's in wasn't a surprise to me. Not because he doesn't deserve it or shouldn't be there or any of those things, but just because so much has changed. And it seems like as quickly as it changed, it's changed again for what seems to be the better. I can only speak from my experience working under the man. I grew up playing football and I had certain coaches in my time playing ball. 
that, you know, I wanted to play well for myself, but I wanted to play well for them too, so I would sideline and I would look to them. And I would either get words of encouragement or even sometimes just a look. And the look was enough to be like, yeah, I like in the relationship working underneath Hunter and Shawn Michaels to be in the same thing. When we would come through the back, whether it was us as a group, individually tag team with Kyle or just myself, or whatever the case, we came back through the curtain and sometimes it was just a look from Hunter and you knew like, yeah, we crushed it and it was awesome. It made you want to perform for them as much as you want to perform for yourself. Bobby Fish also talked about how he never felt the same validation from AEW CEO Tony Khan that he did from Triple H and Bobby Fish goes on to say, personally, no, I felt like I had the instances for myself and thought to myself like, I know I just had a good one. The one that I had with Danielson, I remember I just... I was feeling accomplished. The last one I had with Darby Allen, I mean, talk about a talented kid and a great opponent and great, like, I don't know, I, I can sing his praises enough. That was, you know, the last time I can remember really feeling like, yeah, we did something cool. But getting that look or that nod from anybody in the back, no, nowhere near what I felt, the pride I felt working under Hunter. Wow. What assholes. <laughs> That's bad, dude. Can you believe that shit? Yeah. I mean, the morale in AEW must be so fucking down, dude. It is, man. It is. Um, compared to what the WWE is, um, there's much more respect between the wrestlers um, in WWE compared to from what I can hear from AEW. Um, you know, just a lot of jealousy in there. And, uh, you know, let's, let's not forget with Triple H, he, he, when, when he was even, you know, a young, a young Triple H, you know, Hunter Herm Townsley, he would be there at the end of the shows. He'll be he'll be he'll be undoing the the, the rings. Uh, next show he'll be putting it all together. He wanted an, he he would ask questions every time he asked questions. You know what I mean? He's he's an old fashioned type you know, type. Old school dude. man for sure. Well, and that's why yeah. he's the game and that's why he joined the clique also, smart man. Yeah. <laughs> But no, you're right, man. Triple uh, H is the game, truly. Like that's why he knows what he's doing, man. But uh, it's he amazing. And he learned from the best, from all the old guys that were around. He learned from oh, all the for old sure. Guys. And he learned from Nash, Hall, Shawn Michaels. I mean, you know, even X Park. You name it. The Click were always there for him too. But uh, yeah, you're right, man. But Jimmy, we also get some news about apparently how DDP says he was blown away that Tony Khan didn't sign Dakota Kai. Um, DDP goes on to say, I was blown away Tony Khan didn't pick Dakota Kai up right away. She's beautiful. She can work her ass off. She's been in the business for a long time now, you know, and I thought they were going to bring her up long before that. Do you agree with him? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Um, that's that's another one that I reckon they lost out on. Um, yeah. AW, they lost out on another one. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm not surprised. And, yeah, I agree. I agree. That's... That, uh, Dakota Kai, she's got talent. She knows how to work. She knows how to do her thing. She can. She, she knows how, she can do a good promo too. So, yeah, yeah, big loss. I like her, but I think she's still got a lot to prove, in my opinion, yeah. to be on. Um, uh, what do you call it? Like on the main roster. But anyway, time will tell. Well, like she, I said, she's she's pretty yeah. good though. Yeah. Uh, well, going back to the. <laughs> to the AEW brawls backstage again because, I mean, there's always these new tidbits. But MJF reportedly being interviewed as neutral witness, excuse me, to AEW backstage fight. With the third-party investigation into the AEW backstage fight still ongoing, and while the company has yet to make a public comment, everyone who was involved in the incident has either been suspended 
all told not to come in. According to the Wrestling Observer News, that this would include CM Punk, producers Ace Steel and Pat Buck, the Young Bucks, Omega, Christopher Daniels, who heads up talent relations, Michael Nakazawa and Brendan Cutler. Many of these individuals only participated to the extent of trying to break up the fight, but until the investigation is complete, AEW chose to keep them all at home. The independent firm that is investigating are believed to be conducting video interviews with everyone involved, like the names above, as well as the neutral bystanders who didn't get physically involved but were witness to the action. Two key names from this group include MJF as well as uh, Mega Parekh, whoever that is, who is the chief legal officer of both AW and Jacksonville Jaguars. The Observer adds that anything beyond the current suspensions are all pending and dependent on the results of the investigation. AEW is not expected to publicly address anything until then, and it's possible they may never address it, Jimmy. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, if it's if it is a shit, they won't address it. They'll try to, you know, under the covers, under the rug. Um, with with um, Sam Punk, he, was he was he actually suspended or was he just going under the injury? With the well, he's suspended, but he is injured apparently also. Okay. So he actually was named as one of the suspended wrestlers. Yes, too. of course, oh, absolutely. Okay. He he threw a punch to Matt Jackson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I didn't, you know, I wasn't a hundred percent sure. So that's why I have to ask you. So yeah, okay, yeah, um, yeah. You know what was funny about that too? He was eating those um, muffins. You should. <laughs> what a wanker! I don't know if you read any of the actual thing. Guys, people comment on the actual. Um, for his mates, um, his mates' muffin business. They give right. him five stars, but then talk shit about Sam Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot! I should read you a couple, man. It was actually funny. Go for it. Go tell me, please. That'd be great. This dude wrote, "Hey, if a grumpy, brutal, and narcissistic old man who who has physically assaulted his higher ups based off rumors he made up in his own head is actually." is able to actually like something other than himself, then it <laughs> must be really good. Give this place a try. They gave him five stars. <laughs> this, other dude, this other person wrote, would have given it a perfect score, but the sugar rush can <laughs> sometimes lead to a backstage brawl. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mark he's on the actual, um He's on the actual website of the actual um, muffin place. No uh, shit. So good. I couldn't stop eating them at the at a press conference where I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you see, fuck shit. Mindy's bakery so good. You want to slap some <laughs> President who couldn't manage the target. <laughs> oh no! It oh, goes no. on, bro. It goes on. These muffins were so good. Uh, <laughs> people tried kicking down my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> they're awesome oh, they're like, oh, man I'm telling you it's so funny you yeah. gotta post this in the PWC discussion threads bro I will on Facebook if anyone's um, not part of the group please join us on Facebook yeah. at the PWC discussion group you won't be disappointed but uh, yeah um, man you gotta post some of that shit that sounds fucking funny yeah. I never bothered to look at that, but that's good fucking. That's a good investigation right there, Jimmy. I like yeah, that no, because I couldn't stop laughing reading it, man. So I have to bring them on. That's gold, dude. That's absolute gold. Well, before we take it home, there is one more news tidbit about Bobby Fish once again. How he criticised the CM Punk for stealing finishing move, 
and says fighting against the true martial artist would be an insult. <laughs> As he got asked on how fighting CM Punk would not be a challenge and that his martial arts offense is an insult to true martial artists like himself. Bobby goes on to say, There is no challenge. Phil is not a bad pro wrestler, but what Phil is not is a martial artist. <laughs> I've been doing martial arts since I was eight years old, so I take a lot of pride in it. It's something that I'll do until the day I die. There are other people within pro wrestling like Brian Danielson, Kyle O'Reilly, people that train and they put that into their pro wrestling. You do that because pro wrestling is made up in a way that we can get to bring little pieces of ourselves and add to it. What we do, because there are so many variables are controlled, you can paint with whatever color you want. Choose a color that you have in your toolbox. If you don't have blue, you're not painting with blue. Simpunk is not a martial artist. He went on pay-per-view and showed the world he's not a martial artist. He's a pro wrestler. Go out, tackle, drop down, leapfrog, give it again. All good in that lane. He has talent. When it comes to martial arts, you're insulting the audience intelligence <laughs> because we're supposed to be creating an atmosphere where you suspend your disbelief. It's insulting for you as one of my co-workers or peers as a martial artist. You're asking me to go out and sell and put over your bunk-ass martial arts. It's insulting to the audience. It's in, it's insulting to me. <laughs> what do you think, Jimmy? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's an insult. He's a loser, bro. <laughs> He's a, he got fucking wrecked by the shittest yeah. cunt in MMA. Exactly, exactly. It made me think I could beat that monkey yeah. ass back then. But anyway, it is what it is. But he goes on to say he also got asked on their match together last year and how much of a cunt he was after the match. Bobby Fish goes on to say, I'm working for AEW. They're paying my check. You asked me to put my shoulders down for Phil Brooks. I'll go out and do it. Interestingly enough, there was a little what whatever in the match we had and Phil was, after the match, Phil was a cunt. Frankly, as a martial artist, I went out and laid my shoulders down for you. You should be grateful that I did that because on national TV, if I decided that I wanted to fucking haku your ass, <laughs> I could have because you're that little of a threat in my world. I'm not John Jones or Anderson Silva, but I've been doing martial arts long enough to where I can hold you like a wet nap, Phil Brooks. For you to be cunty after that is a mistake you made. It doesn't wear well. Jesus Christ, what do you think of that? All I can say is not many people like CM Punk. CM Skunk, why. he should be called, Jimmy. Yeah. He's a skunk, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> he stinks, absolutely stinks. But there's also one more question to end it. He, he gets us on Punk for stealing Kenta's finishing maneuver, which is the go to sleep, yeah. which he stole off Kenta in Japan. Not to mention the move he, he finished with it's not like it's Kenta's. Phil, you took a man's finishing move. Anyone who knows pro wrestling knows that's fucked up. You weren't even decent enough to change the name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ, man. Phil is uh, just a big wanker. Clearly, no one likes his ass. <sighs> who gives a fuck about him? At this point, I couldn't care less if he got fired. But yeah. he's AEW's moneymaker, apparently. So, it is what it is. Yeah. I think I think TK blows a lot of a lot of air up his up his backside, bro. Um, TK think? loves him. TK loves him that much, and he allowed him to do what he did. And uh, I've, I've said I've, I'm pretty sure um, if you've seen me on um, PC, PWC, I've said it. I don't. I think he's a great promo. He can hit a promo like no other. But Absolutely. as a wrestler, I don't rate him. 
never have. But he's good enough to give you a decent match. Don't get me wrong, right? But like, I think him losing those MMA fights really—he lost a lot of his credibility, bro. Yes, he looked you know crap, I mean? man. I watched him, and he looked crap. He looked his like second fight man. is, yeah, especially his second fight was disgraceful. No, he looked like he was slow motion when he was trying to throw punches and kicks. And I'm like, what are you doing? Hey, look, I'll give him credit. It takes balls to get into the octagon, no yeah, doubt about course, it, man. right? So, cool. you know, it's not like we're in there fighting right. and we're laughing at him. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. kick Phil Brooks's ass. I'll say it right now. <laughs> he's he's just... I mean, if you lost to that guy that he lost to in his last yeah. fight in UFC... Yeah. Dude, please. The guy got fired. The guy that he fought got fired right after that match for looking like a malaka and doing these... <laughs> <laughs> moves right. like yeah, it was um, bad bro sad it was sad and the, and the only pro wrestler that make pro wrestling look like fucking shit in my opinion yeah you know Lashley hasn't lost Batista yeah. never lost nah Barnett never lost Shamrock is a legend yeah Bass Rudin has a fucking wrestling yeah. background yeah I mean shit but I can go on and on and on but yeah, uh, Brock Lesnar is another one exactly the UFC champion that's right <laughs> I it's mean shit crazy, yeah, it was he was a big disappointment, and he has continued to be a disappointment. How do you feel? Feel my bro, my Brooks, man. He's highlighting seriously. His, seriously, he's highlighting his marrying um Lee. Good on him, man. <laughs> well done. That's You're his fucking, dude. He's fucking bones there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to be a hater, but I'm just saying, you know, she's good looking. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but Jesus Christ, man, we get it. You're the you're the best in the world. You're the sickest cunt out there. Mm. We get it, Phil. We get it, man. But you're just nothing but cancer. I mean, everywhere he goes, exactly. He just seems toxic, and I get it. Yeah. Maybe it's not his fault, but it's also his fault for coming out and saying all this shit publicly, bro. Yeah, he's got no filter. No filter at all, and I, and I like that in many ways. But you look like a douche. You got to you got to use it properly. Having no filter is okay. It's, it can be a bonus, but you got to use it properly. Don't just throw out whatever you think is is however however you feel that day. It's like, nah, man, you can't do that. You're hurting. In other words, you're hurting the company. It's true. In other words, be smart. Don't be a retard, fuel. You know what I mean? Jeez, <laughs> snap out of it, buddy. Yeah. Do what you have to do. But Jimmy, you know what? Let's, we can take it home, man. We've done an hour. Yeah. You know, the extra's never supposed to be too long. Yeah. But, you know, I think an hour's perfectly. We covered pretty much a lot of the same stuff, but that's the news, bro. That's how it yeah, is. That's the news, man. That's the word of the week. People want to listen about that, and I don't blame them. I get it. I love it too, you know what I mean? But uh, we'll see where this goes in the future anyway. But yeah. Jimmy, tell them where they can find you. Well, not, not many places, but you'll find me <laughs> on um, PwC. On the on Facebook, join us. And, you know, I love having a chat with people. You can have a look, we've got our own opinions on that. So yeah, you can find me, Dimitrios Monticus, um, on PwC Network. Yeah, on the Facebook site. So that's pretty much my main. That's my absolutely main beautiful. Well, if you want to find me, you can on Twitter at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PwC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all our shows. Also, please like and subscribe channel, at channelattitude.com because for five bucks, you get to listen to me, Jago, uh, Chris, even Lipman talk all things AEW on channelattitude.com via Hamid Media Group. And also the blogofpod.com, the PW Hustle and Hamid Media Group. So in saying that, 
I'm Jimmy T, he's Jimmy P, and you've been listening and watching the PwC Extra right here on the PwC Network. See yous. Network, what the world is watching and listening to.